Welcome to One Cause Church. Here is another inspirational message from Senior Pastor Eric Holler. I'm glad you're all here today. Let's take our Bible and go to the book of uh, Mark chapter 4. We're going to begin reading from the Amplified Version, so if you don't have that, you can look on the screen. Um, But today, I've titled today's message, Move On. Come on, turn to somebody and tell them, move on. Move on already. Amen. Move on. Need to learn in this Christian walk that you got to move on. You got to move on. This man stormed into his boss's office. He said, boss, I've got to have a raise. I need a raise because uh, I've got three companies after me, so you need to give me a raise. He said, you've got three companies after you. He said, yes, I do. He said, well, who are these three companies? He said, it's the gas company, the electric company, and the phone company. <laughs> uh, well, okay, you're a great audience. I love Alicia. Welcome back. It's good to have somebody laughing at my jokes again, Alicia. Amen. You know, every day we see examples of uh, behavior that is hard to explain or to understand because we only see it in the moment. We see people lose it. Um, Really, what may seem for no apparent reason or as if they have a right to do so. In America, this great nation, along with your right to life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness, there's also many people also add that they have the right to just vomit their indignation uh, all over the place. And that's the last thing we need. Ain't nobody got time for that. Huh? We have enough of it. Way too much of it. Um, and, And truthfully, as... Truthfully, as believers, my family, we don't have the right to do that. Now, there's probably not going to be a whole lot of amening in this service. (laughs) But I'm going to preach it anyway, okay? Hey, this is the adult service, right? Okay, so I can talk to you like you're big people. Can you take it today? Okay. Okay. I mean, we have kids' church. If you want to go to kids' church, you can go there. If you don't want to be talked to like an adult. But today, we're going to have big people talk. And every once in a while, we need this. You know, um, I need need this in my own personal life. You know, my dad is my dad, but he's also my pastor. And every once in a while, we'll have big boy talk. And, uh, you know, rather than him just saying, you know, son, you're doing great. And I like when he says that. I like that a lot better, actually, than when he starts poking around, (laughs) asking me hard questions. But I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful to God to have someone speaking into my life and helping keep me accountable and growing, you know, and you need that. You need that in your life. We see, you know, you see people driving around cars and uh, pounding on their steering wheel, angry, honking horns, driving aggressively, giving out only half the peace sign. Um, And if you've been driving for any length of time, you've experienced, you've been the recipient of someone's aggression, aggression, am I right? Or maybe we can get a little more honest today, and maybe we've been those who have expressed our aggression 
and anger toward other people. See, I told you, it wouldn't be much amen in it. And, yeah. But I do want you to receive this today because we need it. The truth is that that outburst didn't happen just right there more than likely. It was something that's happened earlier in the day or the week or maybe long before. And, you know, we see people getting in fights over stupid stuff, you know, attacks against families, coworkers, total strangers. I mean, just, you know, I, I find it interesting that not only just the, the social media realm of Facebook and Twitter and all those kind of, there's plenty of that going on there. But I, I'm ama- <laughs> I find it amazing that just going on to look at a product, you know, and, and somebody says something good about the product, and all of a sudden there's a whole conversation that ensues. And before long, people are just like, rah, rah, at each other. I'm like, wait, why, weren't we looking at a can of oil? What is this? I don't know. What happened? How did this go south so fast? It's just, rah, rah, rah. Indignation, any imperfections or simple mistakes that people make. What's happening with this? What's going on? Simply put, people are living offended lives today. I'm not talking about just a moment. Many of us have moments where we might get offended about something or upset. I'm talking about the flow of a person's life. You know, Uh, it starts when they get up. They wake up mad, wake up offended, go through the day offended, they go to work offended, they're in their car offended, they're at home offended, offended at everybody. And in this Bible that we have, we have the wisdom of God. We have God's instruction, we have His knowledge, all given to us so that we can truly experience the life that He came to give us. You know that God came to give you a good life. He didn't just want you to exist in this world and to eke out an existence and to just merely survive. He came to give you life where you can thrive in life. And Jesus said, the thief's coming to steal, kill, and destroy, but I came to give you life and have it to the fullest. All right? And the Scripture says, he's given us richly all things to enjoy. Oh, man, he wants you to enjoy your life. Amen. He's a good God. and He can be trusted. And he has your best interest in mind. And so he has given us this wisdom and grace and knowledge and insight from the Scripture to help us live this life at the optimum. But don't forget, there is a devil out there who's just as real and who wants to rob you of all the good stuff. He wants to keep you back. I was, I was watering my yard the other day, and all of a sudden I felt like a little bit of pain in my, in my leg, like a little stinging pain. I looked down, and my foot's covered with ants. So immediately I started having the conversation with the ants. I'm like, what did I do to you to deserve? No, I didn't do that. I jumped out of the way. I got out of there. I moved on. Huh? You get this stuff that just nags at you and nags at you, and the longer you stand there, you just let it keep talking. You just keep reasoning this stuff out. You just keep on blah, 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 blah. And the only one that's hurting is you. The only progress that's being stopped is yours. Huh? you got to move on. Come on, turn to somebody tell them, move on. Move on so he'll move this sermon on. God has a wonderful plan for your life, and the devil has a terrible plan for your life. And we know there's conflict between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of this world. And if you're not careful, you can find yourself getting caught in the middle of it. 
between the two, and you don't have to be in the middle. You don't have to stay in the middle. You can continue to move forward in the kingdom of God, continue to move by faith, to walk by faith, and remove yourself further and further from this world's influence. Because the God of this world, the devil, is doing his best to get you and I to live offended lives. Because if he can do that, then, then he can stop this life that God wants us to have. He's trying to move us to live a certain way in, in attitude and conduct that in truth will ultimately ruin our lives. So I want us to go to Mark chapter 4 if we can. And are you, maybe, are you living an offended life? I hope you're not, but if you are, I'm really glad you're here today because there's grace from God coming to you to help you to move on. Amen. Mark 16, listen to this. 416, I should say. And in the same way, the ones sown upon stony ground, this is Jesus teaching, uh, stony ground, are those who, when they hear the word, at once receive it and accept it and welcome it with joy. All right? So these are people who are glad they came to church. Right? They hear the word, they receive it with joy, they accept it, they're excited about it, and they have no real root in themselves. So just because, you know, you're all excited about it doesn't necessarily mean that you're deep, okay? Root in themselves, and they endure for a little while, then, watch this, when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, they immediately are offended. That is, they become displeased, indignant, resentful, and they stumble and fall away. Did you get what Jesus just taught us here? That is that if you live an offended life, your, your offense is going to stop the Word of God from influencing and impacting your life. The Word will not take you to that life that God wants you to have if you are offended. If you choose, let me say this today, you choose to be offended. It doesn't happen to you, you choose to be offended. Mm. You're more in charge than you want to take responsibility for. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm telling you, it's convenient to just say, well, it's all in God's plan. Everything happens for a reason. I wish it was that easy. But we don't get, that's not how it works. No, 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 no. God does have a plan and expects you to walk out that plan. He's given you and I the responsibility as his image in the earth to act like him, to make choices. We've been given this beautiful gift of choice. So we can say, well, the Lord must have, no, 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 stop blaming Jesus for your bad thinking, for your wrong choices. Huh? It's not, there's not some cosmic Force at work here. We have to make the right choices. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Let's take responsibility for it. Stop blaming Jesus. Stop blaming the devil. Amen. Yeah. Take responsibility. That's what I'm saying. This is going to be big people service today. That we have to make the choice either to be offended or to move on. He said that it's sown, and, it's, and, it, and the person's excited to receive it. But let me just tell you something. This has been my experience with the Christian life so far up to this point, and I've found that there's a pattern. <laughs> to hear the Word of God, to see something from the Word that touches my life, only 
in just a matter of time, maybe within the hour, something happens to resist what just happened to me. Something comes to resist that truth, to test that truth. And Jesus said the persecution, the trouble comes on account of the word. So, so listen to me. These things are not trying to bring you close to God. They're trying to actually take you away from God. That's why we never say, well, God had a bigger plan, so he made this terrible thing happen. No, 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 no. That stuff is not coming to, to bring you close to him. Those are not from him. The, cat, the, the calamities, the trouble, the trials in your life, James said, do not say when that stuff happens, oh, this is God doing it to me. He said, that's a mistake. Because every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Amen. comes down from the Father of light. See, what you need to understand today is God is completely and totally and utterly on your side. Yeah. Amen. 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 And Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Did he not prove that he was on our side? Did Jesus go around causing calamity of any kind? Did Jesus go around causing trouble, putting sickness on people? Did, did he ever do that one time? Not one time. How is it that... How is it, how is it, how is it that people get it in their heads? Christian people, Bible believers, think that about God. Because they don't want to take responsibility for their choices. All right? We are all responsibility. We are all, res we are all responsibility. We are all responsible for our choices. We are responsible to walk by faith and to grow in our faith, to stand strong in faith. Amen? And to overcome, because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. See, here's the deal. My family, this fight's fixed. But you have to fight, regardless. Hmm? Or as my friend who butchers the English language says, irregardless. Regardless, you have to fight. Well, how do you fight a fixed fight? I mean, if it's already won, how do, why, what do I need to do? Because you are here. Jesus has ascended to heaven. He's already done everything he's going to. He ain't fighting your battles for you. He already fought it. All right? The way that you, the way that you, hey, listen to me. When we became the greatest nation on planet Earth, called the United States of America, when we won that revolutionary war and told the Brits what for, and we became a sovereign nation, did we just lay down our arms never to fight again? No, we had to keep, continue to ensure that freedom and continue to fight. Amen. All right? So you're going to have to take responsibility to fight the fight that's already fixed. But if you'll fight, you'll win because he's given you all the keys to win. And here's how you win. I'll just give you a very simple thing, something that's helped me through, through the years of my life. And I found this tried and true. It has never failed me ever, ever, ever. That is, whenever the fight's on, you've got to open your mouth. All right? You can't physically fight the devil. You're no match for him. You can't outwit the devil. You're no match for him. He's been around way too long. You've got to get the word of God in your mouth because it is the highest authority and declare what God has said. The enemy cannot do anything about that. He has no authority. He can't trump that. Even Jesus Christ himself, when he came on this earth, the, 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 the spirit drove him out in the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And every time that, G, that Jesus fought the devil, he quoted the word of God. You think about all the things that Jesus could have done. He could have snapped his finger and the devil's head could have flew off his shoulders, you know. He could have, I mean, he could have done any of that, right? I'm, who are you, right? No, he taught us how to win as people who live on this earth. And every time, he believes in the power of the word, obviously. He'd tell the devil, it 
is written. It's the only thing Jesus fought him with was Scripture. Guess what? The devil left him. So he gave you and I that example that if we'll get the word in our mouth, the enemy's no match. You will win if you keep that word in your mouth. And pray in the Holy Spirit. Pray in the Holy Spirit. I found those two things are sure victories every time. Pray in the Spirit and quote the word every time. Now, can I say this? I didn't say that it's an automatic that you automatically just, I mean, sometimes it's instantaneous, but sometimes you've got to keep doing it. Hmm? You've got to keep doing it. You've got to stay in the fight. You've got to stay in it. You've got to keep, you can't go silent. You can't just wish it away. No, there's something for you to do, child of God. So one of these, these ways that you're going to overcome offenses is to move on by declaring what God has said. And sometimes you have to open your mouth and intentionally bless the person who has just hurt you. Hmm? I'm telling you, even you, you might have to say it through gritted teeth. <laughs> God bless them. Hmm. Huh? Hey, and you can know if it's hurting the flesh, you're doing the right thing. Hmm? If it's hurting the flesh, you are doing a good thing because that flesh don't want to please God. That flesh don't want to do any, serve anybody but itself. And if it goes against self-service, my family, you're doing the right thing. Okay? So you just do it anyway. Hallelujah. Yeah, and you might have to out loud say that you forgive. Hey, look, can I remind you of this? Forgiveness is also a choice. It's not a feeling. Because you can choose to forgive and still have all those feelings there. And then you'll doubt yourself. Oh, I must not have forgiven them because I still hate them from here, I mean, to the core. Right? I mean, there's lava burning inside. I thought I said I forgive them. You did say you forgive them. You had the power of choice. Sometimes it takes your emotions and feelings to line up with what you just made a decision to do. So don't be persuaded by your feelings. You be persuaded by the choice you made. All right? Stick with it. And over time, guess what? Over time, your feelings start changing. Your feelings start changing. That happened to me years ago. I had a pastor hurt me. Can you believe that? A pastor hurt my feelings. (laughs) You're all sitting there going, yeah, we know. You're not supposed to laugh that hard at that. but No, and I, I mean, I was so angry with this man because I knew him since I was a, a boy, and um, he did me wrong. I'm, I won't tell you everything that happened because we've reconciled since then. But, I mean, I was so mad. I was so angry about, about this situation and ended up just like, Every time I would see him, our children went to the same school, and every time I'd see him, like I just, I can only describe that lava, right? I just feel that burning in my, and I'd see him, and I, uh, so I'd try to avoid him. By then, I'd gone, I, was, I was serving at another church, and I, thank God I wasn't around him <laughs> during that time. Um, but finally, one day, I, I, I can remember I was, I was in my restroom, I was brushing my teeth, and the Lord said, how long are you going to do this? 
And so, like a good Christian, I started arguing with God and trying to reason with Him why it was okay that I felt this way. I'm being honest with you. I mean, I was. I, I had no, no reason why I would feel good about this man after all what he did to me. God, you know what he did, right? You understand. I was wronged here. I said, you're, you're going to come give me instructions? Why don't you go talk to him? He didn't change his mind at all. He just kept talking to me. How long are you going to do this? You know what? You know, you know, Eric, what this is doing. This is destroying you. This isn't destroying him. It's destroying you. I know. But it feels good to hate him. No, but seriously, at that moment, I, I did. I, I said, okay, God. And I looked at myself in the mirror, and I said, I forgive so-and-so. You forgive him. This is the day. This is the day. It's over. You forgive. Next time I saw him, I had boiling heat on the inside of me again. And when I felt that, I said, no, no, no. I forgave him. I just said it out loud. No, nope, I forgave him. And just kept going. And every time I'd see him, the heat wasn't so hot. And he got cooler and cooler and cooler. And before long, that feeling was gone. Amen. And then one day, several years later, they had built a building in their church. And I went to see this new building. I was with, I think I was with my brother. With, anyway, we went over, and he was showing us this new building. And he comes up next to me and says, Eric, would you pray a prayer blessing over our church? And I thought, wow. God, what you can do is extraordinary. Can work miracles. I'm telling you, God knows what to do in your situation. And he knows how to take every situation and turn it around for good. You have to learn to live moving on. To not get stuck in that ant pile of offense and keep hurting and keep rehashing, but get on with your life. Get up, get over it, and get on with it. Jesus said, in the last days, many will be offended, and they'll betray one another, and will hate one another. Proverbs said, a brother offended is harder to win than a strong city. Wow. So, we make choices that we think are right, but in truth are wrong, because the scripture says there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end is destruction. There were these two monks that were walking along, and they were going to help harvest this crop for this community. And on their way there, they came up on this old woman who was sitting next to a bank of a river, on the bank of a river, distraught. And so one of the monks came up to her and said, what's, what's the problem, ma'am? She said, there's no bridge for me to cross this river, and I need to get to the other side. He said, well, me and my brother can carry you over to the other side. Would you like that? She said, I would greatly appreciate it. So the two monks locked fingers, and the woman sat on their hands, and she, they walked her across to the other side, set her down, and she went on her way. A couple of miles into their walk toward those crops, one of the monks said, oh, 
Look at my clothes. They're filthy from walking that woman across the river. Do you see what you did here? And my back's hurt. It's getting stiffer. The other monk just kind of smiled and nodded, looked at him. A couple miles later, the other monk's, he, he again says, oh, my back is killing me now. It's just gotten worse. I've got to sit down. So he sits down, and the first monk looks at him. He says, uh, you notice I had never complained about this, right? He said, you know why? He said, because I set that woman down five miles ago, but you're still carrying her. You can't afford to continue to carry a weight around my family that you're not conditioned to carry What's the point of having a strong grip but arms too weak to carry the weight? Huh? The Scripture says, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets us. Jesus makes a, wants to make an exchange with you today. Maybe you're here today and you need to move on. You need to move on in your life. Somebody has got a, there's, there's something that's got a hold of you today. And you think it's somebody, you think it's that person. No, really it's you. All right? And today you need to let this go. Mm-hmm. Truly let it go. Come and take Jesus up on his invitation where he says, Come to me, all you who are weighed down with burdens you're not meant to carry. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden's light. Why don't we just make an exchange? Hmm? Let's just make an exchange. Let me give you what I have, and you give me what you have. Cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. And today, you can walk out of here free. Today, you can walk out of here, hallelujah, thanking God. Thanking God. Hey, remember, he's forgiven you of all your sins. Cut people a break. He's forgiven you of all of your sins. All of them. All of them. All of them. Yes, all of them. Then we owe that to everyone that we come in contact with, only to love them and to forgive them. Can we bow our heads for just a moment? Maybe, maybe you're here today and you need to let this go. I want you just right now, just talk to God about this. Make that exchange with him. Say, Jesus, I'll take your yoke and I'll take your burden and I give you mine. And I thank you right now for setting me free. Thank you for healing me, healing the wounds, And Lord, I'm sorry that I let this offense go through me. I'm sorry that I got this tangled up in this. I know better than this. So today I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Thank you that in your presence, there's always a new beginning. In the life that you came to give us, there's always a fresh start. So today... It's a fresh start with you and Jesus. Today it's a fresh, it's a clean walk. It's a clean slate. The old is gone, the new has come. Don't forget that. It's always a new, new experience with Him. Leave the old where it is behind you. And you take His burden today and walk in freedom. Thank you, Lord. Oh, that feels good to let that weight go. Oh, that feels good to just let that go. Thank you, Lord. Woo! Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And boy, I really sense His presence here right now, speaking to so many of us, speaking to you. Let Him heal you. Let Him just, let Him fill you with His love and grace, afresh and anew. 
mercy and peace to you in Jesus' name. No condemnation. No, we're not going to wallow in regret. No, 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 no. We're not going to wallow in shame and guilt. No, 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 no. No, none of that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. From this, let's just, can we just say this together today? From this day forward, I'm walking in new things. From this day forward, I will not be offended. I will not live offended. I choose to move on. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.